You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We were waiting for Justin to get a little pretty before getting started, but we here now. We here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to sit up here and lie. Okay, okay. That's not what, that's not, that's not what happened? Real quick. I picked something real quick. But you were getting pretty, right? Nah, nah, nah. You were fixing yourself. <laughs> Is that not getting pretty? What, what what do men define that as? I don't know. I'm just making myself a little more presentable. That's getting pretty. Men are allowed to get pretty. This is not something to be embarrassed by. Embrace it. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I got to deal with. First, we, we got the age references. I'm wow, compliments are now problems. Is this how men feel when we when we say like don't do that stuff? It makes us uncomfortable. Is that what is that what it feels like? <laughs> I, no, I like to mess with Justin for real, y'all. But this is this is my guy. Um, okay, but he was getting pretty. He acknowledged it. So we just have different terminologies that we use, right? It's sort of like Jay Williams recently when he didn't want to say that um, Caitlin Clark was great. He said that because you have to win championships and all these things. And he's like, look, she's one of the most prolific scorers, blah, blah, blah. He said all this stuff. And everyone just got so upset. I'm like, did you guys actually listen to what he said? Because this is like a semantics thing. Obviously, his definition of great is just different than our definition. Like, if I call you the most prolific scorer, that's actually better than great, you know? So it's just like, he, I feel like the way he defines great is like all-time great, like Rushmore. And he's not prepared to put her over other women's college basketball players who have won multiple championships and done other things. And I think that's a normal basketball argument. I didn't see the big deal. So in this context, let's bring it back full circle. I call it you getting pretty and you call it something else that men call it, but it's really semantics. Fair enough? No, that ain't fair. All right, y'all. So we're here. It's all-star break. Um, And let me tell you, Justin, today is very interesting because clearly um, the NBA community is lost right now without games because there's just all kinds of drama unfolding on the timeline. I don't know if you saw the latest with um, Doc Rivers and um, uh, not really even Doc Rivers. I mean, he said some coolness, but JJ and Pat Beverly. I'm like, y'all really just don't got nothing else to do and talk about, right? Because this is hilarious. And it's mm-hmm. funny for so many reasons because, like, I actually understand why JJ Reddick's going to, like, go back at Pat Bev. I understand that. Like, whether I agree or not, like, I get it. Like, you called the man out. So he's going to respond. So Pat Bev responds 
But then now when Austin gets into it, he's live, like on ESPN. And by the way, JJ said this on ESPN Airways. So then you bring <laughs> Austin oh, wow. on, and he responds on ESPN Airways. And I'm just laughing because he's just like, you know, you had the best career under my father. I'm like, you know, I'm a fan of you. We're both dookies, you know. I get that that might be terminology, probably shouldn't say it, but he's like, you know, I get that we both are dookies and, um, you know, but then he's just like, you know, but I mean, like, you know, JJ, like at the end of games, we had to sit you because like you were just a catch and shoot shooter. Like you're not a staff. You're not a, like, I forget who else he said. And he's just like, you know, your defense. So we had to sit you. We, son, were you the coach? Like, right. bro, that's <laughs> right. crazy. The way Dang, I did not see the Austin Rivers portion of oh, it. Oh, sure. I will send I, I will send it to you, friend. I will send it to you so you can wow. enjoy it because it was quite amusing. Um so yeah, it was um it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So I was very entertained by that. Very. Um what else was entertaining on the timeline today? Doc Rivers basically saying he said to Buck's ownership. He doesn't know why they want to fire Adrian Griffin. Guy, like, okay, but you, like, come on, stop it. Like, what are you yeah. doing here? You're going to always be looked at as someone who was dirty macking. Like, the image is not going to change. Stop trying to do what they're doing. Go win games. How about that? Mm -hmm. Go win games. Right. You worry about everything but that. But that, right? Like, come on. So, um, it, it's just funny. Like, all of that stuff going on. Um but there's just been other interesting storylines. So let's talk about some of those, the ones that are coming out of uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, um, which I think, Justin, based on some of the tweets I saw from you, that you were the same page as me, that the All-Star game sucked. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to talk to you a little bit about the dunk contest, because apparently you didn't think we were appreciating some of the dunks. So that might be a point of contention for us. Um, I don't know how you feel about Sabrina and Steph, but I feel like for everyone, that was like one of the highlights of the weekend. So I'm assuming that was good for you. For sure. And then I don't know where you are on anything else. Like the skills challenge was goofy. Um so I, I don't know, you know, and I don't know mm. what else you might have tuned into. So what were your thoughts? You can go by event. You can start with the game. Like, what? where where do you stand on All-Star Weekend? Yeah, I think the NBA, um, I, mean, I wouldn't even say they need to do something about it because there's nothing that they can do. I just think guys need to take it upon themselves to make it an event that, you know, is living up to the hype that it should have. Right. It's the all-star weekend. It's the best players in the league up to that point in the season. You want to see those guys do amazing things and you want to see them compete. Right. I mean, I, like the the highlight of the weekend was Steph versus Sabrina because it was a legit competition. Like Sabrina set the bar pretty high and Steph eclipsed the bar. But it was like tension there. It was clearly they wanted to beat each other, like that type of thing. And I mean the three-point contest in general it's is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, it's kind of hard to not be because like unless guys just go out there and break everything like it's a uh, they're not there's no defense involved regardless. So it's just like let my score be your score type of thing. So there's always going to be a level of competition there that's just going to, you know, kind of carry that that event. But like the dunk contest was pretty mid, I think um, there was a few dunks in there that were cool. But in general, I think people want to see more stars do it. I'm not really in that in that ballpark. Like, I just think. I just want to see people just doing amazing dunks. Like, you know, some of the best dunk contest performances of all time were from players that weren't all-stars or weren't stars at all. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, 
But like I don't Zach think we saw that on Saturday. I don't think definitely we saw not. That. Definitely not. Like I just want to get. I just want guys to do better dunks. Like, I mean, there's 40 years, 50 years of dunk contests. Um, you know, history there. Well, how about you just take a 50 from 20 years ago and just put a little modern spin on it? I'm pretty sure that would be a 50. You know, guys just are are not being very creative. Um, it's a lot of guys getting in it that just don't have that much bounce, really. It's like I want to see dudes that can jump out the gym, but overall that, that event was pretty mid. Um, all-star game was terrible. I think we like you said, we agree on that. The effort there is just like super lackluster. Guys are just doing whatever they want. Um yeah, just a bad product, I think. So overall, the weekend you tie everything together, eh? Mid. Yeah, you know, I. So when it comes to, I personally think right now the three point contest, well, this new additional one where I think they're going to enhance it and grow it with like Steph versus Sabrina, whatever, whether it turns into partners or regular like NBA versus WNBA player, I think that should be like what ends the night. Um, and I think the three point contest should come before it. Like, I don't think the dunk contest should continue to be what ends the night. It just, it doesn't. I mean, the ratings showed that the contest peaked during Steph versus Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whether it's good or bad reasons, I just think you're always going to have intrigue and interest when it's a man battling a woman you know i just think uh whatever that just gets you know our venus versus mars like it just gets us going um so i i really think that they you know they need to just rethink that as far as the dunk contest because i i saw a couple of tweets where people like you know i can't help it if people don't appreciate and they would break down when a jail and you know, Brown's dunks or some other person's dunks, Mac, whoever. And then everyone's like cheering, like, we don't know basketball. Look, bro, obviously I'm not an athlete at the highest level. I'm sure like these things are not easy for me to do, right? As the average person. (laughs) Um, But to me, the way that I look at dunks is the way that I look at a fit, right? Like someone can do a dunk, but like, it just looks better when someone else does it. And to be honest, I think that's one of the reasons before like, you know, Dwayne Wade screwed Aaron Gordon over. Like, I truly believe that's one of the reasons why Zach Levine ultimately won. I don't necessarily feel like his dunks were way better than Aaron Gordon, but I think he's a slightly more aesthetically pleasing, right? He's like just super athletic the way he does. Them. That's again, it's not confirmed or whatever. It's just what I think. So like last year with Mac McClung, when everyone was like, oh, he saved the dunk contest for one, that was hyperbole. But two, and I remember we talked about this because you were like, oh, you know, he's a good dunker and he is, but I don't really enjoy watching him dunk. It's not because he's white. It's not, it's like, that's not the reason guys. It's just like, there's a, there's a certain finesse and a pizzazz in addition that comes with dunking. And some people just had it. Dominique Wilkins had it, you know, um, Michael Jordan obviously had it, right? Those are like more, more historical. Vince Carter had it, right? Um, and and more recently, and I think Aaron Gordon is a perfect example because he's not like a top of the league guy. Even when even when Zach Levine did it, he wasn't like you know a star of a team at yeah. all. But like the dunks were fun to watch. They were good they were creative and like creative does not mean gimmick so yes i don't care about the fucking glove it doesn't do anything to me shout out to the person you know jalen tried to honor with one of his dunks but it's just like 
the glove adds nothing for me. The creativity needs to be in the dunk itself, not in, you know, stuff on the floor. You know, mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp had me crying because he was like, he only jumped over Kai Sinat and he's like three, Sinat, and he's like three feet tall. Yeah, like, and then he's just know. sitting in a chair. He's 1.1. 1. 1. Yeah. <laughs> That's fact, so though. He's so rude. But, you know, it's like that. And honestly, if we're being real, like Blake jumping over the fucking Kia never moved me back then either. I'm like, bro, like, mm-hmm. just do Blake it. Blake had already had that one. He already had that dunk contest one, I think. And then that was just like, a, oh, OK, we'll just finish it off with this. But it wasn't really that special. Of a dunk no, contest. it wasn't special. And so it's just like it, and I feel like it's turned into like over oh, there's a lot of those like, let me jump over this person. Let me jump over this person. Like, yeah, like that was, doesn't move me, son. Like, just do a dunk, yo. Like, yeah. just get creative and do a dunk and like you said there's years of footage and years of history like you can look at some stuff and come up with an idea and by the way i don't even think you the player has to do it like hire someone to look at these videos and do this thank you and do a dunk you know and people can call me a hater all they want but i'm gonna still say the beginning of this is lebron james refusing to do a dunk contest with that said i think it's a fair argument that like he's not that kind of dunker and so it may not have been as great as people think mm-hmm. but just his unwillingness to sort of do some of these things during all-star like being too cool for school i think led to other players you know feeling like oh you know and then you also had like the rise obviously of the of the three point you know ball in the game which i would say is like a large part of like steph and so now it's like almost like more you know let's do the three-point contest, but not, mm-hmm. you know, the dunk contest. Yeah. A so, lot of the better players in the league now are, are jump shooters rather than, like, physical, you know, athletes and stuff like that, like it used to be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Right. Yeah. So, and so, I mean, I disagree a little bit about whether or not there's anything the league can do. I just think that they shouldn't do it. Like, pay them. We saw how they got hyped for the tourney. And by the way, like, it didn't even take that much money for the tourney. Like, I thought. <laughs> like you would have to pay them, pay them to mm-hmm. get them hyped. But they were hyped. What was it? Like a couple, a hundred thousand. Like what was the amount again? Do you remember? Was it? It was a lot. Was it two hundred fifty thousand? And when I say Greg, can you try to check that for us? But like when I say like it wasn't a lot. Like yes, that's a lot of money to me. That could pay off some loans, cribs, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I'm saying it's not a lot relatively to because the players in the All Star game 
are making so much money. That's like $5 to them. Unlike mm. the tourney where we know some back of the bench guys, maybe some lower end players, like that's meaningful money. Like that's not meaningful money to LeBron James, but apparently it was. <laughs> right? right. And he and he said that. And so that's the point. I just don't feel you should have to pay them additional for this. Right. And so um that's part of it. But I do think you can incentivize them with money. Um, and another thing is like just seriously, like league, sit down with LeBron James and Steph Curry. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're the the guys and say, listen, what is it gonna take for you guys to get these other guys on board? Because they are the guys who can get them on board. Facts. I mean, what, what what do we have to do? Tell us. Right. And Giannis, too, because he's the East guy. But, yeah, pretty much, like, get these guys. It's going to start from the – it has to start from the top, and it trickles down. Like, Kobe set the standard. Mike set the standard. These guys, they went into this game with a competitive attitude and just said, like, all right, we're not going to be out there fighting each other, but we're trying to win this game. Like, I was watching some clips from – um. I think it was it 01 or something like that back when they wore their own jerseys as the uh, all-star jerseys, whatever year that was. Um, and they were, it was late in the game and it was getting down to the wire and you can hear the commentators just talking about like, yo, they might have to take a foul here. Like they have a foul to give, like talking that type of, that type of terminology in an all-star game is like unheard of now. Cause nobody's trying to win that bad to, right. to think about like sending another team to the line and all that type of, st- type of stuff and game situation. So just setting that table with, you know, just a little bit of defense, a little bit of aggression can go a long way, right? Like it doesn't have to be score 100 to 99, but almost 400 points combined is just, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right. Like we just watched the glorified shoot around. They're just shooting around pretty much. I'm glad you brought that up because I think it's fair to say that some people are misremembering all-star games a little bit, right? Because they weren't always competitive for all four quarters. And a lot of it was players doing tricks and like, you know, showing off their thing, you know, the stuff they can do. But usually in the fourth quarter, you got a little something. I Look, I can remember even just a few years ago or five, whatever, however long it was when I think there was a record that like Paul George could break. It was like most points or something. And like everyone tried to stop him. Right. They would not let him. Right. So but like in in this game, there was literally no point in time that they said, oh, okay, okay, we're within 12. We could do this. Like we're like there was just no point in time. I actually think that returning to East West format did worse, like because like at least when they were sort of playing for their um, charities at some point, they Mm -hmm. like did something. But I just. um, Yeah, I don't know. I agree. And I think there were still charities involved, but the format was like a little different this year. So look, I don't know, but I actually think that at least still allowing them to pick the teams and having the captains and that I still think all of that was better. I don't think returning to the East West format made it better. No way. Um, So. Cause I I don't know. know. There's a a level of competition that comes with like picking your team, right? You get picked last. You're like F them. I want to, I want to beat them. Right. You know what I mean, like, don't pick me last. And then it's like you pick your guys, like, all right, we're gonna play together, like we're gonna be a good team or whatever. So I think they should bring that back. And then they took the Elam ending out, where it's like both teams start the fourth quarter with this amount of points. You gotta score to this score right. to win. Um, that added some level of competition too, because it's like, okay, we actually have something to play towards and we gotta get here or the game ain't gonna end. Um, so they just don't they just can't let the time run out. So, right. yeah, they, those two changes definitely made it worse 
Um, but ultimately, like we said, it's going to take the league talking to LeBron, Steph, the guys at the top of the league, and just being like, yo, y'all need to set the table somehow. I don't know what we got to do. If we got to pay y'all under the table to I do I know this, you said Giannis, but I don't even think, like... No, not Giannis in terms of stature, but I'm just I know, in terms of East, East and West. But I'm just, I just think... And I mean, really, honestly, LeBron probably has the most influence, but it's Steph, too. It's, like, those two, you know, because I feel like there's a generation of players where it's, like, Bron, but, like, some of these younger guys, many of them, they're, like, Steph, you know? Like, mm -hmm. well, whoever it is, like, everyone understands their stature um, in the league, yeah. um, which I don't quite think Giannis is, is there yet, where, like, they can yeah, probably... Yeah, listening to... Yeah, nobody's going, like listen to Giannis like that. Right. And it's funny because apparently there was some reporting from um, Vince Goodwill um, from Yahoo Sports that Dr. J and Larry Bird went in and talked to them in the locker room in addition and that Andre went and talked to the rookies. I actually think you probably would have been better served with having Andre talk to the players because he's most recently connected to them, which sounds great. I mean, look, we found out that Jason Tatum just met Larry Bird. So, like, while these people might be legends to them, I don't – and you also have a history of these guys sort of, like, hating on current players. I think having a more mm -hmm. recent player probably would at least resonate with them more than um, those guys, in right. my opinion. But No, you're right. You're definitely right. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, it, it ultimately comes down to LeBron and Steph. You see them saying, hey, we're going to need to do Team USA, and all everybody's like, all right, we're doing Team USA. Like, whatever LeBron and Steph say, everybody else is going to follow. So they right. got Right, you heard they, what Anthony Davis said. We got um, Bron, Steph, and AD, right? Like, yeah. that's it. And the team didn't win, but it's like, it's notable, the three players who he called out, right? right. And so um there's still just a reverence for them mm -hmm. as being the guys at the top people are gonna say i'm hating i always just feel like people kind of throw katie in there i don't i i just i just think there's a difference you know no, like it, i don't know how to explain it because like he's he's a part of this story for sure but there's still a difference in those two and then him yeah i mean for sure i mean First and foremost, they're both better than him. Like, I mean, you can call me a hater or whatever. <laughs> They've both been better than him for years. And secondly, I think they're just more charismatic. They're more marketable. And he's, he spoke to that the other day, I guess, when people called out his leadership style. is like he's not a very charismatic guy and not outspoken. So I think that translates also to marketability and just how people see you in a certain light. Um, yeah, I'm sure, as, I mean, as a player, he gets just as much respect as them, like, on the court. But in terms of stature, like you said, like those guys just have a clear, I think, edge above him. Yeah, so what you're saying, it's like the era of Braun, Stephen, Katie. I'm like, it's the, no, there's no, like, right. <laughs> Braun had a time, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like, Steph came, and it's been them. And, like, Katie's been, he's not a footnote. He's more than a footnote, but he's like a, right. I have to think of what the right word is. But he's something in the story, but he's not. They're the main two. Yeah. And um, so I feel like it's just like insistence from people to put him in there, but I don't think it's accurate. They wanted they want him to be in there so bad. They want it to not be Steph so bad. <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Um <laughs> <laughs>